Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Giving My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Diamonds. As usual, I'm joined by my co-host, Lockable. What's up with it, bro? What's going on, bro? Crazy weekend. Crazy weekend. Oh, and oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to the podcast. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. And also, make sure you join the P3 Picks, Plays, and Parlays Discord, where we give out free plays on the daily. Make sure you join. Link in the description below. So, let's get into it. NFL, we had a major event happen last night on Monday Night Football. Uh, The young safety for the Buffalo Bills, DeMar Hamlin, uh, suffered as they they released today a cardiac arrest while on the field after making a what we would say a routine tackle. Um, they performed CPR right there on the field. He was non-responsive. You know, they said he performed like nine minutes, and he was um, taken to the UC hospital facilities where they sedated him. As it stands right now, um, he's in critical condition. Um, you know, it was just a sight to see that that young man collapsed because I mean he's twenty four. I mean, so he's 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 around your age, and right. to see a young guy where he gets hurt and he's just there, they working on him. You know, what I'm saying and seeing his teammates break out in tears and different emotions where they they're distraught, and you know everybody just looking at this in prime time was just a sight to see. And you just you just got to hope for the young man that he, he pulls through um, because, you know, as we gather more information, you saw the good deeds that this guy was involved in with his toy drive, which I think after, as of now I saw this afternoon is over $4.7 million. People have donated since last night. But, right. you know, he, he he knew his opportunity with some interviews I've seen. He didn't take it for granted. So you're just hoping that this young man can pull through and, um, you know, for his family and everything like that. Right. It was a scary, scary thing to see. I've never seen anything like this in all my years of watching football. It, if you're watching it live, it didn't look like, like a big hit, but once you seen him fall, you knew it was something uh, big going on. And for them to immediately start CPR and then seeing the players cry on the field, like you said, you know it was very real what was going on and having to get the ambulance on there. So prayers go up to him. Hopefully he comes through and survives this. But it was very scary to watch this happen on live TV. I've never seen anything like this happen. Yeah, not many, not many of you know, probably anybody ever seen it, man. It, it was just so shocking. And, you know, especially to see that emotion from players from both sides of the team, even that whole stadium was, you know, just feel silent and everybody just wanted to be like, you know, hopefully this young man can get up. But, you know, when they saw it, no response and immediately taking him into the ambulance, you know, after them working on him and stuff, it was just so, so shocking to see. And that that's been what people have been saying that the silver lining of it is. He had this happen. It was a good thing that they were able to get to him with all those medical personnel and the ambulance because if they weren't there, you know, they they had those facilities and stuff and the hospital being so close, things might have turned out differently. I mean, we still don't know what happened, but, you know, he he probably wouldn't have had a chance if if they, you know, didn't have everything like that to happen. Um, You know, it, it was just hard. And, you know, some people they had a little bit of, you know, contention and it's easy to look at things in hindsight or whatever about how they handled postponing the game. Yeah. And, you know, making the teams and all that. I mean, you just, you just got to realize, man, that was a situation that nobody was ready for. And yeah, I, I think they handled it a lot. Yeah. I think they, they handled it as best as they could. It was no, no ill intent on anybody. Everything was about the 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 the, the well being of that young man, and, and everything like that. So I, th- I think everybody worked together, and you know they 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 won what's best for that young man and the players and everybody involved. It, it was just right. hard to see, man, because you know 
usually we we've seen you know different guys they get concussed we become numb to that when we yeah that's like at guys normal. yeah we look at it as normal guys brains getting rocked against their skull um we, we just hope that okay he can throw the thumbs up to be like okay you know i'm down but i'm not out right this was this was, was one way of different we didn't yeah, get that there's no response there's nothing <laughs> His teammates are just looking like, man, I might, I might have just seen my 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 teammate, you know, nah. pass away or whatever. You know, it, it, it's yeah. it's shocking because they could have been like, hell, man, that could have been me because it wasn't like it yeah. was a hard hit. It was just a routine tackle that we seen all the time, and it it was just you know it was shocking to see, man. And you hope for the best for him and that man, his family. His mom was there; she rode with him to you know in the ambulance to the hospital and it is you know you just hope for the best for that young man bro um like i say he he's in critical condition as of right now so there hasn't been much change so we just just gonna hope hope for the best for him man and and you know that that's all that's all you can say with that hope for the best right i hope for the best prayers up to him and his family yeah, and like and like I say, it was it was good to see those guys, you know, it is to come together. They all knelt, they prayed together, they they the coaches showed great leadership and saying, you know, I we can't have these guys out here. They they don't want to play and we shouldn't make them or put them in that position to even try to decide to do that. And, you know, there was a good call on them. Right, because, um, I mean, like Stephen Diggs, when they were trying to get them to play, he tried his best to try to get his team fired back up, To but it just wasn't working. Everybody just looked dazed, like everybody's still in I, shock. I about that. He, what he didn't know what else to do, bro. He didn't know what I mean, else to do. He tried his best. I mean, that, I mean, he was showing good leadership, but, I mean, there was no way that game would have ran – any better if they would have forced them people to the uh, men to play. If anything, that game would have been record breaking nights because nobody would have cared to tackle. They wouldn't have cared to do anything because they the Bills at this point were well, actually not just the Bills. Everybody's was wondering if he's okay in his condition. So it was best for them to cancel this game, postpone it, and uh. Let these men off the field yeah, to uh, they, they get to their team. They wouldn't care what went on. They wouldn't care yeah, what went on. They would, at I all. just, I mean, I understand that they are still in contention to get the first seeding, but I, at this point, I don't think they really care about it because it's like this is life. Life is life over football any day. So, I mean, players and coaches made the right decision not to play. It was for the best, but I feel like they all handled it well as far as uh, not forcing them to play the game or trying to get them to uh, do something they wasn't, wouldn't have been able to play, uh, do. Yeah, and that's, as of right now, you know, they, they said that they're not going to make up this game this week, the NFL announced. Right. Um, I mean, which, which is cool. But that's what part of, um, you know, I, I, make, I make jokes about uh, Hard Knock this season with the Cardinals and everything. Um, about it being depressing to watch it because they haven't had the season that they wanted to have, you know, and guys getting hurt in that. But really and truly what's brilliant about it is it brings the humanity back to these players to where they're not just uh, um, a helmet and a name plate on the back. You know, it, it shows the human side that these are just guys going to work. They just find themselves in a fortunate position that they, they get compensated well for it and they get to play a game. But at the same time, it's still working. These guys have families. They live lives just like everybody else and deal with the same things. Right. So you, you, you got to see the humanity of, um, of the players and, and of, of uh, DeMar Hamlin, you know, cause it's like, it's beyond football. It's more than the game. It's, it's humanity. It's a young man fighting for his life and to see, you know, that happened in that situation. It, it was just hard to see. But I think that needs to be more because we can kind of get disconnected. You know, you and I, we play fantasy football. We've been playing for years and stuff. And, you know, it, it is easy for anybody to be like, man, why does man, why did some bitch ain't do what he needed to do, man? You know, it is that other. But it's it's a human being, man. You know, yeah, that, I mean, humans that make needs mistakes. to stop getting lost. You know, in, in, in everything with it. There's some people 
that I was seeing on Twitter last night who wasn't understanding the fact that how serious this was because they were too worried about fantasy championships rather than the life of this uh player. And I'm like, I if I was in a championship and I lost because of this, I really wouldn't care because this is way bigger than fantasy football. And I think, like you said, I think we do get lost in it because it's like you expect people to do so much like for your team or whatever. But, you know, you got some some people who just have no filter, bro. They just have no filter. They just want they want uh they what they want what they want. They want to win, but you got to you got you just got to put that aside. You got to have some think. empathy, man. You got to yeah, have like empathy, some people bro. like some people didn't have that last it. night, and it was very sad to see that. Like especially with sports gambling, you know, we we have our Discord or whatever. We had a few plays, but regardless if they voided or not, I really wouldn't have been too upset about it. But they had some people who just wasn't showing any any type of emotion. They were just tweeting the sports books, fan duel, DraftKings, telling them about, oh, I'll well, put that, such man, and such in They, they assholes, man. They, they, that's what they, they are. They assholes. You know what I'm saying? And, and karma like come back up to you, because you, you, $20 you know, bill. You're you in a situation. Yeah, if you're in a situation like this or, or something happened to you, you want you want grace to be shown towards you, man. You you want right. you want people to care, and you want people to you know have a, a sympathetic ear or empathetic ear, and and be there for you and, and and rally around you. That that stuff right there, man, is in, is inconsequential. You know that you know whatever it is, you just going to take that and keep it moving, bro. Like I say, we don't know what's going to happen to this young man, but clearly that young man could have died right there on that field, and that's going to be a lasting right. image in a lot of people's minds. Hell, the, the image of him being unresponsive and just having that happen is going to be a lasting image, let alone if the worst case happened right there on the field. So people, you know, they got to get their priorities straight, man. Like I say, these are human beings. If this just happened at a random place, whatever, you don't want to see this happen to anybody. Right. You know? This is, it, you don't wish this on no person. It's, it's just unfortunate, man. It's, it's, it's very unfortunate. Like I say, we hope the young man pulls through. Um, I know there's talks right now that, you know, they may even suspend week 18, push it back a week, you know, yeah, with everything going the on. Whole because, yeah, it, it affected the whole league because you got guys out there that were like, man, it wasn't like this was a, a hard hit, man. You know, I don't know if I'm ready to go out there because most of these NFL players know, man, that's the thing that they know, especially now. If I'm doing this, I know what I'm getting myself into. And most Correct. of these guys are, are doing it for their family members and stuff because where else are they going to get a job where it's like you want to make $100 million in three or four years? Those opportunities are just giving out to anybody, bro. So yeah, that's a take very small like, chance. You know, because let's face it, man, with the CT and everything, every hit is contributing to maybe having CTE, like you, it's, yep. it's car crashes every week, bro. That's what you're getting into when you play football. Let's keep it on it. Every play, so every play, every play matters, bro, and it, it accumulates. That's why you know certain guys. If we talk about JJ Watt, he giving up this year and everything. He had a problem where they had to um, shock his heart back into rhythm and everything like that. He just had a son, so all this stuff was jarring to where you see him retiring. It's like. Yeah, dude probably could play more, but at the same time, he wants the quality of life beyond football. And, right. and that's the whole thing. You have to keep everything in perspective. Um, because what what's good if you, you making the money, you don't get to enjoy it. <laughs> you right. know what I'm he's saying? A, he's, so, earned, he's earned his retirement. You know, it's just whatever the NFL decided, if they decide, hey man, we're gonna pause for a week, let these guys process the emotions that they're going through, hopefully get updates on the young man, uh, Hamlin and his condition improves and everything like that. I'm fine with it, man. You know, um, it is, it's, it's bigger than the game, bro. It is, it's beyond football. I mean, we enjoy it and everything like that, but not, not at the cost of young man life, bro, you know, and, and right. these other guys feeling the way they feel. 
is is not is not worth it to force or not necessarily force because they they do have the right to not do it, but to you know kind of put it out there where you don't give them the option to where you're 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 listening to what they're saying and how they feel, you know. Like I say, moving on, we did have some other games happen over the weekend um, that would have consequences to uh, different playoffs, you know, uh, standings. Um, Carolina and Tampa Bay, this was basically uh, the deciding game for the NFC South. And Carolina started off strong. I, I really did. thought they were going to. Yeah, I really thought they was. I gonna thought do they it, had man. that. They let them boys uh, score twenty points in the fourth. Tampa Tom and Mike Evans, who finally freaking scored since I think week four, week three, week four. I think he lit it up for three touchdowns at two hundred yards, and it's like, where has that been all season? <laughs> where has it been all season? You would have loved that for fantasy. Oh, bro, I would have been. That's the thing. I benched it because dude hadn't scored in week three, you know, or week four. Or whatever. Right. But um, they took care of the NFC South. Um, it has been trash this year. You know, it, Very. It's, it's been a dumpster fire. And Bucks clinched but, uh, that division, so whatever. You think you think they're going to do something, bro? I mean, in all no. honesty. I mean, I, no. I know you're not going to root for them because we're Saints fans. But in, in all honesty, you know, in, it is, it is honesty, Tom Brady. I get you can't that. count them out. I can't. I won't count them out. But some of these teams in this playoffs, I think the Buccaneers will struggle. Niners being one of them. Niners yeah. and maybe even Philly. Philly's offense, if they get going, they could dominate that Bucks defense, which hasn't been that great this season. And there's a few of them that they could struggle with. I mean – as of now, if playoffs were to start, I believe, yeah, the Bucks would play Seattle if standing stayed the same. No, 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 I'm, no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, that would be the Niners. I, they'll play. I think they'll play the Cowboys. Yeah, they play Dallas. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong team. They'll play Dallas, which Dallas ain't no pushover. Dallas got a team. They got a uh, defense right there, but. I'm, I can't, like you say, you can't count Tom Brady out. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. But I just, I, I just can't see them, him, getting through some of these powerhouse teams, like the Niners and Philly. If they can get through them too, I think they got a, a shot to win the Super Bowl. But I really don't think they'll get uh past them too. They, they could beat Minnesota though. They surely can. <laughs> Minnesota, bro. God damn, bro. What, man? Like you know, I, I said it on here in, in several episodes. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And man, they don't look man, like a good team. They got bro. they got embarrassed by the Green Bay Packers. Justin Jefferson and I, got and locked I'm, up. I ain't sold on the Packers like that. And the Packers came he, in and and, and and stomped them boys out. They did. It, I checked the score. I'm like, bro, did, did this what we doing? And then, and then, <laughs> if I recall, Green Bay was favored to win this game because I remember us talking about it. Right? It was favored. Yeah. I think it was like, like we thought yeah, that yeah, they were favored because we were they were favored because we we talked about that Minnesota um Detroit game Man. where uh, Detroit was favored and we like. Uh, I think the Vikings were ten and three at that time, or something like that. We were like, yeah, "Why the hell so. you gonna say the Detroit Lions are favored against the ten and three Vikings?" And Detroit won that game. They ain't covered. So, like, I don't know. Green, the odds makers be knowing something, bro. They they be knowing. They, know bro. they be doing know, too much. No, but Green Bay put a beating on Minnesota. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions. He looked terrible out there. I mean. I have to give props to Green Bay's uh, defensive back who was guarding Justin Jefferson. I, I can't remember his name off the oh, top of my head. I think it was Alexander. Yeah, him. He did well uh, playing against Justin Jefferson. He locked him up. He got him frustrated out there. They they just – He talked that talk. He talked that yeah. talk and, back and he backed it up. He said what, he what happened in, uh, early in the year was not going to happen again. And Buddy, Buddy said, yeah, because he came with one of those stupid big – 
ridiculous Ass. caps. <laughs> you know I mean, those things are ridiculous, bro. Those things are huge. But Minnesota got embarrassed. That that that's not the a twelve and four or twelve and three before that game started that you would think would play. Not at this point of the season, maybe in the beginning, but we we coming to the playoffs and y'all getting embarrassed by Green Bay, who's been struggling all season on offense. Come on, man, come on, man. Yeah, it, it, that luck <laughs> running out. That luck's running out. It is bro, only going to get they so far. The, the division, they locked the division weeks ago, bro. Like they, they looking like oh, they definitely going to be a one and done. They are looking like like. They were, they were looking so dominant, but now it's like, mm, I don't know. Are they going to do good? Are they going to be one and done? Or is the luck going to keep pushing for them? Because, I mean, as it stands, Detroit and Green Bay still can make the playoffs. Well, that's, still in be, the that's why they got flexed into the Sunday night. Um, that's a big game. Uh, they play Green against Bay, each other. Green Bay is the win and you're in. Detroit mm-hmm. needs a little help. Detroit's going to need to beat Green Bay, and I think they're going to need Seattle, Seattle lose, to huh? lose. Yeah, yeah. So they they need some stuff to happen. But I mean, that's crazy as hell because at a certain point a few weeks ago, they were writing Green Bay and Rodgers off. They was like, put in Kevin Love to see what you got. They're 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 cooked. And also, who would have thought that the Detroit Lions would have be a 80. shot? Or in this position, have a shot at making the playoffs, bro. When they were one and six, yeah, they started off terrible. It was like, well, there's just another Detroit Lions season. But oh boy, we were crazy. Them boys, I was was talking to somebody earlier. I said, I would rather see the Detroit Lions in the playoffs over Seattle and Green Bay. I feel like Detroit would give me a better show than those two teams. Because Detroit has Dan Campbell has Jared Goff playing like he should have made the Pro Bowl instead of uh, Kirk Cousins, bro. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's real. That's real talk. Like Jared Goff should have made the Pro Bowl instead of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and that's just, that's, that's crazy balling. to say. It is. <laughs> it's very crazy to say. I mean, Jared Goff been balling, bro. I don't know what happened after week seven, but them boys bro, are rolling. Bro, we clown, we clown them, we clown the lines like, oh my God, they got to deal with Jared Goff. Right. And now look at the next season, Jared Goff is probably going to get an extension and be the day one starter for the Lions next year. That's oh, just, yeah. That's just yeah. why, man, you know, co- coaching is everything. And if, if a coach believes in you, and he puts he puts his effort and put the right plays and personnel and coaches and everything around you, man. It, it's just remarkable to see, man. But I never would have thought that I'll be saying Jerry Goff is a, a a good starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, right? I mean, I, it, it was a joke. It was at one point, but now Jerry Goff's getting his revenge. I I would love to see Detroit in the playoffs. I know they'll. I know they would not bow down to any team they play. I feel like they'll give us a great matchup, whoever they do uh, play in the first round, if they get in. But hope, but they got to beat Green Bay first, and they need some help. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that, like I say, I, um, as of right now, everything's still on schedule. But that that's that was the game that's flexing Sunday night, and I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um, as we, we you know – we can finally they finally put the nail in the coffin, even though I gave them their funeral weeks before. But the Saints were officially eliminated this past weekend. Yeah. But we upset the, the Eagles team in football. That's my Super Bowl. We and upset the number one team in NFC. Twenty to ten. <laughs> it's crazy because since um I think the past eight games. Saints defense has been one of the top three defenses in the league. So it's like they hit a switch to where I don't know what Dennis Allen did, even though you was part, you was part of the committee. You was mm-hmm. part of the committee that was ready to get the DA out of there. No, I um, still want him out of there. I, man, but how can you, man, when when man. like you say, 
they finally got Sean P back there. And that defense was looking like, yo, we could play up against anybody. Um, this is I don't late. know, man. I think it's, I think it's Carmichael, bro. Carmichael may be the, the problem. No C, man. But um, I agree. Offensive yeah. calls have not been, were not the greatest this year at all. It's just not the offense we're used to watching and seeing. Like our, yeah, we used man. to run a lot of screens. Ben, this year, I feel like we didn't run any screens. Like talking about. Like you say, I'll take it with a grain of salt, too, because this wasn't Jalen Hurts led Eagles. This was Gardner Minshew led Eagles. So you had to put that in perspective. But, I mean, a win is a win. So you're right. not going to look win you're not gonna win. to give what's in the mouth. Yeah. Um, but it was it was crazy to see, man. The Saints been playing some some damn good ball on defense. Offense, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's good to see that, uh, that young dude, Shaheed, man, He's going to be a problem next year, but he it's going to be great to see him Olave implemented for a full season. I'm glad Jawan Jones, uh, is it Johnson? I'm saying Jones, Jawani Johnson. Jo- yeah, um, he's he's coming to his own and you know becoming a consistent playmaker to where they can count on him as a, a tight end receiver. You know, mix. So it, it, it's good to see those young guys get that development, but. Overall, it was a disappointing season for the Saints, man. Um, this this has been one of those terrible uh, terrible seasons. I've never been in a position where I was like, I can care less if I miss a Saints game or not. I've never been like that. Hopefully, next season, you know, we come back, do better, fix fix some things, fire our offense coordinator, and maybe move Dennis Allen if we need to. We need to figure out this quarterback situation because. Oh, yeah, Jameson oh, and Andy Dalton, and I don't, and I'm not too keen on Andy Dalton, and I'm not too keen on Jameis. What is what is his problem? Because like I looked at that game and everything, Andy Dalton, bro, you ain't been known to have that speed to be scrambling like you do. Like you I don't that, know huh? if he just sees Taysom and think, oh, I could do that shit, but he takes the ball and wants to run, and it's like he running in slow motion. He been doing that a whole <laughs> lot, bro. And I'm like, you see that, what the huh? What you doing? Like, why are you fuck running? Are you doing? Why are <laughs> you like, running? Why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> why are you running? Like, bro, it's you a, really it, got he, Alvin Kamara right there, bro. And you want to run it yourself? Pass the ball, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, fam, what, what got into you, bro? You, you tweaking? <laughs> We we but, need to figure this yeah. out. We we definitely we definitely need to figure stuff out. Um, health, man, staying healthy is one of the biggest things that hurts the Saints this past season. But, past um, two seasons, yeah. But we'll see, man. Next year, we gotta look forward to next year. Um, yeah. A lot of teams seem like they're getting a lot of news with Sean Payton. So if they want Sean Payton, we need to be getting the first round pick. If you got that, and hey, it'd be good. They go, y'all can have them, right? Because uh, I'm good first round I, pick. I didn't put any, I didn't put any credence in that whole rumor about uh, Sean Payton talking about coming back to the Saints and having Tom Brady. I, mean, I don't know yeah, where that, that, that shit just, come from, but I ain't just, believe we don't that have at nothing all. to talk. We don't have nothing to talk about topic. That's what that was. I yeah. ain't believe it. Yeah, that I wouldn't mind that bit. one bit. Yeah, it'll be nice, but I'm not believing it. But, um, well, your boys out in the desert, <laughs> the Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, bro. oh man, the same I lo- thing. I love bro. being right every week with this team. I love it. <laughs> they were up at halftime again. And what, what happened in the second half? They lost the game <laughs> <to> overtime. <laughs> Oh boy, it never fails with this team, man. I mean, don't get me wrong, Stidham, Stidham did his thing. He actually passed to arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Gave him two touchdowns and over a hundred receiving yards. Oh, he did his and, thing against the, one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, he did his he thing. Did, he did his thing, and they pushed him to overtime and they lost. But you know, it's still y'all only win the first half and lose the second half. That will reign true until proven otherwise. But it hasn't. So, you know, the Raiders are a crap show. 
Stidham looks like he may make uh be a quarterback for this team next season. We we'll have to see this last week. You know, if he does, the, if he has a good game next week or this coming Sunday, hey man, they think I think they don't really need to search far for a quarterback because Derek Carr out of there. Man, like you said, he done. Look at here, man. It, it comes to a certain point where it's like, was that car falling all them times, or was it coaching? Because mm. I I don't recall seeing a team that takes a lead, gets a lead, and squanders it that much. Like you went in a halftime, you won half the game, bro. Right. right. You know, Just need not, more not necessarily you need to play scared, but you get a it, it's it's a basic formula. You got the lead at halftime. You have the best rusher in the league. So it comes to clock management and play management to where you guys should be in a great position to win games. Right. And they've lost so many. Like the only reason it is not a consecutive streak is because they looked up when the Patriots did that goofball shit of uh, yeah. throwing the ball backwards. And uh, Chandler <laughs> Jones made that, that play and, and picked it off and scored a touchdown. But a they were hitting in the overtime, but that was another game that they gave up the lead. So, I don't know, man. <sighs> I think it's coaching, bro. It ain't all Derek Carr's fault. It ain't. It, it's not all his fault, bro. I mean, it's I agree. Not. I'm not. I'm not putting it all the blame on Derek Carr, but it's still. I still give him a lot of blame. I still give him a lot of blame because yeah, I've watched he, a lot of those games and he throws yeah. some dumbass passes and <laughs> he, he might not even look at Devontae Adams a whole half. How is that possible for you not even to target your number one receiver? It makes no sense. Don't get me wrong. Coaching is involved with that sometimes with some of the games they lost, but your main guy, your head honcho, he does some dumb stuff on there as well. So, hey, I'm just saying, Derek Carr wasn't there, and the same thing happened, bro. The mm-hmm. same thing happened, but we'll see. But um, yeah, that's going to wrap up NFL this week. Going on the college football. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> That, it was a good it was a good weekend of college football, man, to where, you know, it was it was a it was a couple of games where it's like, damn, if I if I didn't if I didn't see it, I wouldn't believe it. But um going back to our picks challenge, uh for well, we picked every college <laughs> football uh bowl game. Let me tell you, I did terrible. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> yeah, I definitely lost. And it wasn't even close. Um, yes, I hold my head in shame. If you took my picks and just faded them, you would be a very wealthy you, man right now. Or if you took my picks, you'll still be uh, in a good uh, spot because you know but I yeah. won. You just had to fade. You just had to fade. <laughs> I out of forty-one bowl games, I finished with a record of twelve and twenty-nine. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's embarrassing, bro. Like I just don't understand. And it, it's certain games, so I'm just like, you know, we we did a lot of these like uh, several days before they actually started, so spreads had changed. But I'm not making any excuses. Some of these games were damn close, and some of them was just like, how the hell was this spread even that when this team right. got blowed out? And, but I mean, with guys sitting and everything, it, it changed. But, bro, twelve and twenty nine, bro, that shit is shameful, man. I mean, I I can't brag. I got twenty three and eighteen. You know, I went positive. You know, you know, I don't know about yeah, you, that's... but <laughs> we should have put something on that one, bro. Oh man, I'm glad we didn't, man. Cause fam, oh, man, you that shit was right terrible now. for me, bro. It was terrible. It was. Man. I, I don't. Ah, oh. But getting to this past weekend, of course, we had the the college football playoff games. But before that, I don't. You know, I don't know if this was just like appeasement for Nick Saban, but they had the Sugar Bowl game 
which I usually see it as a primetime game play tonight for for what I can remember. But they had that game on at 11 o'clock on Saturday before the other mm. two uh, prominent playoff games. And I'm just like, did they just put this game here early to appease Alabama where they like, we should have been there? But, you know, because, I mean, they, they, lit, they lit them boys up. But they at did. the same time. I never, I don't remember seeing the Sugar Bowl being played at like eleven o'clock, like it's just some regular damn bowl game, which was weird. I mean, but, I don't, you know, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it that early. Yeah, eleven o'clock, like I don't know, man. You really, and truly, to me, you waste New Orleans, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the whole point of you having that night game, you know, is so you can have the game and then go go party have yourself a good time in New Orleans but they did it at 11 o'clock which was mm, which was weird but uh can't yeah Kansas State didn't put up much of a fight Alabama handled business but uh like I said getting into the first one we had uh Michigan and TCU overwhelming thought Michigan was gonna handle Ooh. TCU real real quick like bro real quick like but that's why you play the game. There's no such thing as paper champions. Um, mm. TCU, TCU handled their damn business, bro. Michigan, they did, they, they did come back. My words. They're making me eat my words every time they play. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, can't, I have to give respect to them. But goddamn, Michigan, come on, man. Every time you come to the playoffs, you lose in the first round. Like, Bro, like you get this easy schedule. They basically give you the playoffs and you don't take your opportunity. Like now we have, now you got PC on the pitch. I'm like, man, this this, this is not it, bro. It's not it, Michigan. Yeah, I need a harder schedule. Well, I'm going to tell you, man, we should have stuck, we should have stuck to it to be like, nah, we ain't sold on them. Big Ten bias is in effect. We ain't sold on, but we just looked at TCU losing to Kansas State. I think that was just a game with with Kansas those Kansas State games. They were just a they were just a a bad matchup for TCU. You know, right. you just have some teams like that to where it's like, man, when we play these guys, it's a bad overall matchup, bro. Where you know, however they scheme against us, they just it's it just is what it is. But right. they came out. They they had a chip on their shoulder, like, yeah, bro, everybody's counting us out. And they went and did the damn thing, bro. Yeah, like you say, Michigan made a little bit of a comeback, but TCU damn sure won that game. Yeah, they did. They did. All props to them. Good luck in the uh, championship, even though I think you'll get blown out. But, you know. Well, hey, that, that's, where Vegas, that's where Vegas has it. Um, because, like you said, the Georgia-Ohio State game, uh, Ohio State came, man. They they came with it, bro. Like out the gate with yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. Man, him and uh CJ Stroud, them boys was on one. Yeah, they was acting for donkey real? out there. They was giving Georgia the blues. I checked the score, and I started watching the game. I'm like, uh, I wasn't expecting them to uh giving these boys no trouble, but Georgia was like they'll lose if they keep playing around. Hmm. I think Stetson Bennett had some turnovers. They didn't look good in the beginning. And, and like I say, man, really and truly, Ohio State probably should have won that game. Uh, that mm-hmm. young man missed that, uh, that field goal at the end, and that, that's what bailed Georgia out. But uh, Ohio State, man, um, yo, I, I give y'all y'all propers. We put Big Ten bias on y'all, a little bit less of it compared to Michigan. But um, y'all played a hell of a game, but y'all should have won. But Hey, bro. Yeah, sure. Sometimes it's like that with them college kickers. It, it's, it's, it just happens. That moment got too big for them. Hey, man, that's what, that's what they saying. Because, like I said, you know, going right now, what is uh, Georgia's, what, 13? Or what, or what are they, 15 point? I think it was 13 and points. Uh, yeah, it's 12 oh, no, and I said 12 right and a half. Yeah. So they're 12 and a half point favorite, which is, like I said, more disrespect to TCU. Um, I'm kind of liking that line because I'm just like, man, I don't think it's going to be that big of a blowout. But, you know, hey, man, Vegas be knowing, bro. <laughs> right. So, 
don't know if it could be a trap or what, but I don't know, man. That's that's a lot of points to me, in my opinion. But you see what the hell my record was, so I don't know shit. (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know (laughs) shit, man. If anything, Um, y'all should listen to me. You got a better chance of winning. Hey, bro, I I can't knock that. I can't knock that. Um, But what I think was um, really the game of the bowl season was that a USC Tulane game, bro. That like, was a hey, big, that was a crazy game. Hey, a great game at that. Yo, the green wave. Tulane that, came to play. Bro, like that, that game was lit, bro. Like, you know, we were watching that. USC was just scoring, scoring, but Tulane was staying in it. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they made that comeback and man, it, it, it was, that was, I would have to say, the game of the bowl season, man. The way they were able to come back and, you know, going against the Heisman um, champion, you know, Heisman winner with uh, Caleb Williams and stuff. It was a good game, man. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Tulane, you know what I'm saying, Tulane Green Wave get that dub. But I think that was the best game of the bowl season. Yeah, I agree. That was a big game. It came down to the wire. Tulane came to play. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was a good game. I enjoyed the game. Like you said, that was probably the best game in the whole bowl season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, It's something else I want to touch on. Yeah, that's what I want to touch on. I want to touch on um some of the coaches. They made this uh, comments, especially the most prominent one, Nick Saban, about uh these college players. Um, opting out of playing in these bowl games and, and you know, that's going to the draft and this, that, man. Man, I think it's bullshit, bro. They they kind of trying to talk down on players not playing in these bowl games and talking about commitment to, to this and that. And what are you going to do at the combine? Do a few tests or whatever? No, they're going to evaluate you on film or whatever. I mean, that's cool and all, but why – Am I am I going to risk? Uh, uh, like I say, I, I say this: you, you want to call college football players a, uh, amateurs, but they're taking professional injuries. Why right. am I going to risk professional injury playing in a bowl game if I'm not comfortable playing in? I, I I shouldn't be shamed for not doing that when I know my aspirations and I have a high likelihood to get drafted in a high position to play in the NFL. Why am I going to risk that for you for one game, bro? Like, we, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen guys blow ACLs out of the championship game, and it's just like, ooh, you just hate to see it. That's unfortunate, whatever. Now this guy draft position is dropping like like a heavyweight in, in water. You know what I'm saying? He's not Wasn't getting the same. Wasn't Leonard Fournette uh, injured himself during the bowl game? Or did he play injured or something like that? I think he played injured, you know, whatever. But I, I think we could think of the guy that, for the Lions, uh, James Woods, last year played right. for Bama. Dude blew his, blew his knee out or whatever. He just starting to come back and play. And, you know, his draft stock was hurt. When you you, you get these injuries, bro, you only got so many ACLs, so many times you can blow that bad boy out, bro, before they, they going to be like, hey, man, you know, we can get this young, healthy guy here, you know. So I don't I don't think these players should be shamed because it's a business decision because college football is a business. Like, man, you know, Saban would say some shit like to me. I'd be like, man, fuck you, coach. Don't you make like $20 million a year or something? You don't even need to be here, really and truly. <laughs> you made hundreds of millions of dollars all this college game. You can let somebody else play this. But right. you know what I'm saying? But, but the way they, they kind of shame them, I think they had some type of deal with uh, Njigba who plays for Ohio State, and Ty McShay. Ty McShay tweeting this and sending subliminals and all this other shit, talking about the guy which you know, I guess trying to hurt his draft stock and how he looks to uh, potential teams and stuff. I'm like, man, hey, bro, don't do that, man. These young men, if they decide not to play, okay then. You know what I'm saying? Because college football is a business. If if something happened with it, because, you know, with with this teammate or a new coach come in, a new coach can pull their scholarship to come next year. That's the thing Easy. about it. these scholarships are year to year. It's not like you get this and it's guaranteed no matter what you do. No, that's not right. the case. So 
you 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 guys you know they want to make this commentary about a kid opting for um you know mitigating risk for his future career in football i think it's, it's bullshit man it, it's bullshit on the coaches to uh try to shame those kids into playing and shit man like cut cut that out man cut it out it it is bad i mean i do agree that it, for a business perspective it's smart if a player knows he's going high in the draft to opt out if he chooses to. Because, like you say, injuries are real in football and anything can happen. ACL, anything, concussion. You could be a number one draft pick or a first-round draft pick and get easily pushed to the second, third round. So for these coaches to be upset at them for doing it, they'll be all right. Because these kids' objective from the get-go is to get to the league. I mean, yeah, they got to have a stepping stone, but if I was to be uh, in a position, I'm opting, I'm opting not to play because anything could happen. Somebody on the other team could be a hater, and they could do a cheap shot, and your whole career done. I'm not with that. So I would have easily opted out, and I played any bowl game if I was in a position. Yeah, man, it's... You know, because, I mean, look at Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, you know, of course, he's coming back next year or whatever, but that dude was balling out of control. And you, you don't know the severity to his injury, but, I mean, it's an injury nonetheless. That could have easily been in, in Jigba. You know what I'm saying? And what you going to say to him? Oh, man, it's unfortunate, but that's football, baby. I right. don't want to hear that, man. You know, if the guy, he wants to play, let him play. If he doesn't, that's cool, too. Like I said, you guys go all, all across the country talking about you got five-star recruits, this, that, and the other. Prep them up and let them play or whatever. Okay? Next man up, which I like to say and stuff. Yeah, I say that's my favorite slogan. I, I don't like I don't like that, man. They trying to shame them kids in the, uh, you know, because they didn't play or whatever. And, you know, who who knows? They may say some backroom stuff to a potential NFL team or scout or something like, yeah, this guy, he ain't committed to football. He committed to himself. Woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, hell yeah, he got to be because he is his own business. You, you, you going to break bread with him, saving? <laughs> you you going to break off, off some of that money? Okay, then. But hey, that's my two cents on it. And uh, getting into the association, man, you know, had some had some boys drop some buckets last night. You know, of course, they got Ooh. overshadowed with the tragic news, you know, with uh, Hamlin and stuff. But, I mean, we had Mitchell drop 71. 71 and, what, 10 or was it 11 assists? I think it was 11. Uh, uh, first, first 70, first 70 and 70.10 assist game. I think he either scored or assisted on 99 points, which yep. was it 90, 99, which was the was second 99. highest, second highest since Will Chamberlain did like 104. So, dude, dude was a walking bucket last night, and it's just be like, man, um, Utah, uh, <laughs> what's good, <laughs> baby? Why you trading this boy? <laughs> Ooh, boy, he's looking like a grave mistake. Because Mitchell was out going off. He was unstoppable. I mean, don't get me wrong. They still ended up going to overtime and winning, but Mitchell was just making anything he wanted. I mean, DeRozan on the other end had 44 points, but Mitchell went 22 of 34 shots, bro. And he made 20 of 25 free throws. That's re- That's crazy. That's a... That's a crazy stat to even read. Like, I haven't seen. That's a lot. I mean, Kobe scored 81. But, I mean, at least I'm able to say I witnessed somebody close. Somebody gets closest uh, 81. I mean, you got 71. But, man, that was a lot of points and a lot of assisting on points. And you you see what the NBA did to him today, huh? Oh, yeah, they drug test him, of course. Of course they drug test him, man. The man can't enjoy he his moment. something. <laughs> yeah, we, they, they was at his front door at 5 o'clock in the morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. 
we need you to pee in this cup for me, Playboy. And yeah, we're going to watch you do it. Down, yep. Like a man just can't score 71 and go go to work the next day. And then it's like, yeah, bro, this ain't. We got to make sure you was on the up and up, Playboy. But right. yeah, I mean, that's impressive, man. 71, bro. It's very but, impressive, um, that. Like you say, you had him. Then you had Clay Thompson drop 54. <laughs> It, it was a night of buckets. <laughs> Your boys was dropping buckets. I mean, you know, Warriors Warriors got uh saved by Looney to win the game. But I mean Clay Clay was acting like a fool out there, bruh. That boy was out there shooting threes, hitting mid ranges. Clay was being Clay. And I mean, I know he feels good about getting that high number. He kind of feels like, okay, I I kind of feel like my old self when I was able to just make all these three pointers and be okay. But yeah, that well, you see, went up. he another guy where it was like, bro, remember we talked about him early in the season where he was like, man, you know, it was disrespectful. I wasn't this. And, you know, Charles talking about, you know, I ain't the same guy. Woo, 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 da, da, da. And right. I'm like, bro, just play ball, bro. Just, just play, play ball. ball. I'm, 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 I'm glad for him to see that he he can still put up them performances. Hopefully he's getting, you know, more of his strength back and his legs under him to where he can continue, you know, to progress and stuff. But um, you know, that that's that's it, bro. Just play ball at, at a certain point, man. Just go out there and ball cuz you know, you mentioned it earlier. Look at the Nets. Nets have won 12 straight yeah. and they they yeah. they're charging towards the top of the East, bro. And the you Nets know, have everything been they, quiet. Quiet, yeah. Everything's quiet down with Kyrie and all this other stuff. They made that big hullabaloo and they got back to ball. They got back to ball. Ball don't lie. You know what I'm yep. saying? They got back to it, bro. Like he he caught a damn uh rebound off a free throw and y'all did. I'm like, bro, how <laughs> you seen that, that huh? happen? It's ridiculous. Like the past couple uh Days and weeks have been some good basketball from uh players like Luca, the Nets, yeah, drop, Pelicans. He dropping, he dropping fifty pieces like it ain't nothing, bro. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, like Popovich, Popovich made a joke like, you know, we're gonna hold in a fifty tonight. I guarantee it, whatever. <laughs> and Luca dropped fifty one, and he was like, "You saw what he said, Luca?" He's like, "Yeah, I saw it." I mean, you got <laughs> to love that, bro. Talk like talk your shit, man. Yes. Luca's a freak of nature, bro. It, it, it's crazy to watch some of these players, man. Like Braun out there dropping forty pieces on his birthday. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been some good ball lately. I think we're getting into the stretch of the season where we finally getting some good basketball. Like everybody's kind of getting in their mo- mode and have a groove now. Yeah, it, it's getting towards the midpoint. And uh, you know, saying the All Star break is coming up in the next month, month and a half, give or take. So guys are gonna kick it into their next gear, um, you know, where they where they want to be in the right rhythm, right? Um, for the for the season and everything, and put themselves in a great position because, like you say, boys is is dropping buckets and stuff now. So it, oh, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see, man. But damn, seventy one, bro. That that's a lot of points. Kudos to him. Yeah. So yeah, the association heating up. Right, and with that, that wraps up this episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. We'd like to thank you for joining us once again. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, join the P3 Picks Plays and Parlay Discord. Until next time, lockable. Peace. <laughs>